Raccoon genitals, raccoon genitals, raccoon genitals, raccoon genitals, raccoon genitals. To episode 24 of Comical Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Corbett, and with me is Miguel Garza. Horse Clues! Merman. All, all of the above. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and of course, we have my lovely wife, Heather. Hey guys, what's up? You say episode 24? I said 24. Damn, I felt like I was 94 considering how long I've been waiting. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did this like three days ago. <laughs> <laughs> I know, man. Slave driver. It's not that long of a wait, you know? Uh, <laughs> Normally need, you have a whole week. <laughs> I need some freedom. Uh, you got all the freedom you can have, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I got to keep a tight leash on you so you don't go wandering and do another podcast, you know? You're not locking me up in any kind of room <laughs> with any leashes. I'm not down with that. Well, this is not a brown snake moan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to be walking around in white underwear. <laughs> you aim to cure me? <laughs> don't worry. You don't look anything like Christina Ricci. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Whoa, thanks. I'm pretty hot then. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm smoking hot. My tidy whities. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> like Walter White. Whoa. <laughs> More accurate. <laughs> At least I'm Heisenberg now. Let's talk some comics. Yeah, I know, right? Let's get right into things, as we always seem to do. We try. We get into trouble when we do that. <laughs> So, what were your top two books this week, Miguel? Well, let's see here. Uh, number two was a book that we've been following, we've been reading. It's a short story. It's uh, written by J.R.R. Tolkien. And, uh, no, no, no. Dude, my number two was Revenge 4, baby. I'm getting right into it. Dude, dog face and troll boy, kicking ass, ripping faces off, beating crazy women. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> loved it. <laughs> Revenge number four was also my number two book of the week. Uh, it was Poor Diablo. E- it was excellent. Uh, <laughs> As you know, Revenge has ended up in our top book several times. Mm-hmm. It's the story of this guy who's a celebrity whose current wife uh, decides to get revenge on him. But you don't really find out why until later. And part of her revenge is that she takes him to Mexico where he's basically put into a coma. Mm-hmm. But he's still awake and he can feel everything. And as punishment for whatever he's done to her in her past, she has his face removed. This is a crazy bitch! And his fingertips. And part of his teeth. <laughs> Ouch! And then she has them implanted into her or onto her current boyfriend on the side, and he assumes the identity of the celebrity, and then the two of them go, and they, like, go to the banks and switch his will and have all of his money transferred to her and basically set him up for complete failure. Mm-hmm. And their plan is for the guy to die, but he doesn't. That's right. He comes out of his little coma, kills everybody in the room. He doesn't have a face, which is excruciatingly painful, so uh, he has the surgeon that's still there sew the face of a dead dog onto his... <laughs> Because, you know, that's what you do, right? You wake up, your face is missing, you got to take what's available. He's <laughs> a badass dog. <laughs> he was looking badass. He partners up with this little dude who has devil horns surgically implanted into his head, and the two of them kind of go on a little killing spree. Do you think I look cool with devil horns? Sure. I'm not a midget, though. Oh, excuse me, short person. Hey. <laughs> Tall challenged. <laughs> Anyhow, hey. uh, they go on their own search for revenge and, and find the current wife and her boyfriend who are trying to screw him over. And I mean, issue four is where you really see him accomplish his goal and, and get his own revenge. So it starts out as a revenge story for her, but it ends up being a revenge story for him. Oh, yeah. And 
Oh my god, it's so freaking good. You gotta tell the people though, man, there's a lot of nakedness in it. Oh, there's there's a lot of uh, sex and violence in this book, so, uh-huh. you know, if that's your thing, definitely check it out. <laughs> if not... Hey, what are you saying? Probably stay away. Even issue four came in a poly bag so that people couldn't read it unless they were purchasing it. That's freaking awesome. <laughs> Some of the stuff that happened was so gruesome that, you know, they don't want kids picking it up off the shelves and reading it, so... I, I'd highly recommend picking up the trade when it comes out, because it made it in door top two at least twice, I think. Yeah, it's like face-off gone bad. Yeah, kind of, <laughs> kind of. Kind of. It's a cool concept for a book, and, and it was a really good miniseries, and they set it up for a, a sequel miniseries, so I'd be really excited to see that. Way to prop it up, man. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so what was your number one? Well, uh, you know I had two today, and then I had to really think about it, so I went with a Marvel book for the first time, ladies and gentlemen. I went with All New X-Men number 28. It was a really good book, too. Oh, yeah, it was. Stuff happened in the past. Stuff happening in the future, stuff happening in the present, well, mixing it all up, everything going to hell. <laughs> if, you been, if you haven't been following all new X-Men, uh, the timelines are all warped. Basically, all new X-Men is the story of Beast going back in time and bringing the original X-Men to the present to try to convince their current versions of themselves to be better people, basically. He messed it all up, man. And the timelines got ruptured and there was no way to send them back, so everybody's kind of gone their own separate ways or whatever. But X-Men from the future took offense at what Beast tried to do, so they came back to the current time to try to fix things themselves. And along with them came the future version of the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. It's all very convoluted. But the future Brotherhood of Evil Mutants is a pretty interesting team. It's like Iceman as a wizard. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deadpool yeah. as, a, as an old man wearing a hoodie. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> pretty funny to me. Uh, Scorn. Scorn, who's a future version of Jean Grey who survived and is ridiculously powerful. She has to wear a mask that reduces her powers because otherwise she'll just kill everybody around her without even trying. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's Professor Xavier's son, yeah. who also happens to be named Xavier. Don't forget the son of Wolverine and uh, Mystique. There's a shape-shifting guy with claws. I can't remember his name right now. But I don't know his name either. He's also the son of Wolverine and Mystique, like, like Miguel said. And then there's Dark Beast, who's... Uh, Got a horn. The fourth mutation of Beast. <laughs> he's he's uh, basically the, the monkey beast with a horn. Mm -hmm. looks like and it's a really cool team of of evil mutants that has come back to the present and they're basically trying to accomplish some mystery goal that we don't really know what it is yet but it's uh it's just fun to see all these different iterations of the characters past present and future coming together to fight all the time and it's a fun book it's one of the better things that bendis has written in a while so what is he beast man with a horn yes kind of (laughs) nice yeah, I, I don't. Did I ever have another Marvel book in my top two? Number one, maybe. I don't know. Deadpool probably creeped in there to the number two. Maybe not number one. I don't know. It's I can't few, remember. It's far between. I mean, we we tend to pick independent books more often than we pick big two, but it happens every once in a while. All New X Men was really good this week. It was in my top five. It just uh, didn't quite make it in my top two. Uh huh. So uh, what's your top two then? Well, like I said, Revenge number two yeah. was my number two. Mm-hmm. My number one, however, was Empty Man number one, which is Colin Bunn's new book, and it's a six issue miniseries about this mystery disease called the empty man syndrome uh, they don't really explain what it is but basically it, it kind of reminds me of what of the movie the happening which i'm not a fan of but it's the same kind of thing it's this unknown force that's traveling some unknown way that's uh, causing people basically to kill themselves did you just reference an m night Solomon movie <laughs> I, I hate him that guy makes terrible movies but Basically, That's... the wind blew and killed a bunch of people, <laughs> and then all of a sudden the wind stopped blowing, and then they were all alive. Like, what the fuck? Come on. That, mo- that movie was complete trash, except for the fact that Mark Wahlberg pleaded with a plastic tree not to kill him. <laughs> that was freaking funny. That three seconds was, was, was the only good part of the movie. Do you get M. Mike Shalaman haters on us now? <laughs> oh, I don't care. I'll, I'll, 
I'll dispute M. Night Shyamalan all day long. The Village is my least favorite movie of all time. I <laughs> fucking hate that movie. <laughs> I hate that movie with such a passion. I hate that movie more than I hate Wolverine Origins. Like, it is the worst movie of all time. I thought that was Pluto Nash. Pluto Nash is up there, too. <laughs> Wait a minute. All right, all right. Go back to your empty man, man. <laughs> nothing, is, nothing is worse Get than off the village. soapbox, damn it. Look at you bringing my passion out. <laughs> Leave it alone. We all know Devil was a great movie. That's the one I didn't even see. I gave up on M. Night Shyamalan after the happening, because... Happening? Wasn't happening. Wasn't happening. <laughs> so empty, man. Yeah, that, that was my number one. <laughs> Went off on a little tangent. Sorry about that. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I had no other words for that. You caught me by surprise. What about your pick of the week? Oh, man. Pick of the week was Empty Man. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> empty Man's great, man. It's like, what the hell's going on here? Empty Man made me do it. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> and then this crap's coming out the ceiling? Like, what the hell? I love it. It's dark. Gonna be great. I can tell. I can feel it in my bones. And I think there's a political agenda there too, because it's talking a lot about religion and cults and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think some small group of the population thinks that the cult is responsible for the disease. Yeah. But uh, it'll be re- really interesting for me at least to that. finish reading the uh, the miniseries. Yeah, the empty man made me do this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> as for me, my pick of the week was a book called Wildfire. Uh, it just came out. It's number one. <laughs> Talk about plant movies. <laughs> It's a, it's a common theme this week, I guess. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a new image book. It's about this team of scientists who's trying to genetically modify plants so they can create a sustainable food source. Good intentions. Basically, they'll be able to grow food at an accelerated rate and provide it. And, of course, there's like a political agenda in there, which I don't typically like in, in my media. I don't like when people are trying to force their agendas down my throat. But this one's done in such an interesting way that it adds to the story. Oh, things get put down your throat this week, huh? <laughs> I said I don't like it. Oh, no, no. <laughs> then why were you smiling when you said that? Well, that's why you claimed you loved it. But oh, I don't I'm love saying, that. <laughs> I'm saying I don't like it. I think if I remember, I said it like, <laughs> Anyways, they're trying to uh, create this genetically modified plant life so they can grow food faster, basically. Mm-hmm. And they're doing a demonstration to prove the benefits because one of the one of the people that's working on it goes in, in front of TV and explains makes all these outrageous claims that they've already accomplished what they set out to do. Yeah, it was the mother of one of the scientists. And basically the only plant they can do their demonstration with is a dandelion. <laughs> the problem is dandelion spores kind of go everywhere. Yeah. And the plant sort of gets out. I don't want to ruin the entire story, but the guy wakes up in the morning and there's yeah dandelions covering all of Los Angeles. It's kind of like, for you sci-fi nerds, if you ever watch uh, Discovery Channel or whatever, you know there's a show, I think it's Discovery Channel, uh, called Life After People. So it's what happens when people are no longer here and how plant life goes crazy and animals. and it, Yeah, it's, it's pretty damn good. I think it's going to be interesting. I, I kind of like it. It's, it's kind of like, you know, it was second to Empty Man for me. It was, it was pretty good. I mean, based on the title and based on what I just told you, you can kind of a, kind of figure out where the story goes. Yeah, I know you gave it away. <laughs> but Spoiler alert! I can't really tell anything about it without putting that information in there. So sorry if I spoiled it for anybody, but you should still check it out. It's a pretty cool book. So anyways, that was my pick of the week. Good call. Um, lots of good books this week. There was, there was a ton of stuff I liked. Um, but those yeah. Were, those were the best ones. Don't forget Avengers World, Modoc's <laughs> craziness stuff. Secret Avengers. Secret Avengers. Avengers Undercover was excellent. Oh, yeah. Um, I Actually, I thought that Batman Eternal was actually fairly good this week. <laughs> it's better, but it's not great still. Oh. So anyways, let's do our commercial. All right, do your commercial. <laughs> if you like the show and you want to support us, please go to audibletrial.com slash comical uh-huh. and sign up for a free 30-day trial of Audible. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that... You get one free download. There's over 150,000 different audiobooks that you can choose from. So make your selection, download it, listen to it. If you don't enjoy it, 
you can always trade it in for a different book. Just there's a form you can fill out, and Audible will replace it with a, another book of your choosing if you don't enjoy the one you picked. That's cool, but you forgot the main incentive, man. The main incentive. The other incentive, not the main incentive. The main incentive <laughs> is, is the audio book. But the other incentive is that if you do sign up and you send me a copy of your email showing that you're supporting the show, uh, sometime in July I'm going to be putting out a bonus episode, which is really more of a blooper episode, funny things that I've edited out of the show. And uh, I'll be posting a link with password protection, and I'll send that to all the people who have helped support us. Uh, if you don't want to sign up for Audible, or if you already have an Audible account and can't sign up, there are other ways to contribute to the show. All you have to do is go to our website and click on the Contribute button. And if they contribute, you're going to give it to them? Oh, yeah, definitely. If you contribute through our PayPal link, I will also make sure you get a copy of the bonus episode. So you do let them know that you know there are going to be some songs on there. Yes, and uh, if you're not familiar with the songs Miguel's talking about, uh, Merman is singing a blues album. <laughs> and I sound awesome. He does. He sounds great. <laughs> uh, there may also be a couple of duets oh, with Beastman. Oh, no. I hate that guy. Like the one you may have heard on our last bonus episode. Yeah, carry it to him. <laughs> so uh, make, sure you, make sure you sign up or make sure you contribute to the show because you don't want to miss out on this. It's going to be really funny. What about my duet with Tila? That's coming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool, man. I want to get it. Can I get it? No. Oh. <laughs> of course you can get it Alright <laughs> I always get it Yeah <laughs> Oh yeah <laughs> Oh no Ooh, baby <laughs> Man There's a lot of laughs going on here today What's going on? Everybody on too much coffee? Something like that High on life? Something like that Got into the juju? Something like that <laughs> Something like that Nice Is <laughs> that what you got to say? Something like that <laughs> So Tell me something So next it's time for Heather to tell us a funny story. Yes. I think I told them all. I'm sure you have at least one. I'm trying to think of one. I can't. It's not that funny. It's really not. But I guess I'll tell it since it's my turn. So everybody has their college crazy stories from when they. Uh, drunken, ridiculous episodes of ooh, I'ma uh, like this story of craziness. <laughs> Woohoo! And I was—I happened to be in a sorority. Uh oh! Uh oh! So, <laughs> needless to say, everybody's imagination can go wild. But damn it, we were not that type of sorority. Bunch know. of nuns. <laughs> no, we were nuns. Don't don't go that far. But my my roommate and I. Whoa. Actually, she was my sweetmate. She and I decided we were going to go to the bar, like, on a Tuesday night. Because that's what everybody does in college. They go to the bar on a Tuesday night, which is, like, standard. I never did that. Well, anyway. <laughs> anyway, so, you know, needless to say, uh, we started drinking shots. We had all kinds of stuff to drink. And then um, somewhere in between there, I had taken her keys away because, obviously, you don't drive and drink. So I had given the keys to another sorority member and said, please take her car somewhere and park it because neither one of us can drive. So she did. Well, then we're, we're, we're obviously wasted beyond um, even walking, which we probably could have gotten a public intoxication ticket, but luckily we didn't and uh, we're, we're spared. But we decided that we were going to try and walk home. And we lived in a pretty hilly like college town in like North Texas. So we, we thought we could just walk up this giant ass hill to our sorority house. Drunk. Drunk. Yeah. <laughs> we, 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 were, we were so sure that this was going to be possible. Well, let me tell you, it didn't work. 
As soon as we took one step off the curb, my sweet mate was down in the street. This is like a main thoroughfare <laughs> of the campus. Cars were actually coming, and she fell over and was rolling around. <gasps> Literally, she thought this was funny. <laughs> I instantly snapped to and think, oh my god, this is a the street. There are cars coming. So luckily, my brain is functioning enough to alert myself to say okay danger danger someone might die <laughs> danger will robinson cars are coming <laughs> exactly pretty much so i decide to like scoop her up and say get out of the street she's like no it's fun look i'm rolling in the street ah look at me and i'm like get the fuck up what are you doing you're gonna die so she gets up um, we ended up getting a ride home to the sorority house well we walked through the sorority house door and there happened to be parents visiting oh, man. Their, their daughter. So, of oh. course, we make a ruckus, looking like jackasses, screaming all kinds of things. I don't even know what we said. We thought it was funny, of course. And then we managed to climb up the stairs, and she had a pink giant stuffed flamingo in her room. Oh, I thought that was going somewhere else. <laughs> so she decides that, that this flamingo is real, because she's that wasted, and she pretends to like ride it around our sorority house downstairs with her parents. <laughs> so she's like pretending that, I don't even know, like it was really insane. So the next morning, <laughs> we wake up, of course, horribly hungover, and me barely remembering what happened. Well, she goes to go get her car and can't find her car because I had given the keys to somebody random. I don't remember who I gave them to. Well, she thought her car was stolen, reported it to the police. Three hours later, she finds out her car is parked around the corner. <laughs> and that's it. The end. Basically, the moral of this story is don't drink. <laughs> Where was the nudity in this story? There, there wasn't any. Where was the sex? There wasn't any. Damn. I figured chicks, you got some, alcohol, you got college. Party? You got some stories about drinking. Why don't you pitch in? I don't have any funny stories. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't I, don't, I don't drink. I haven't really said this on the show before, but I don't drink because I have anger issues. And I, I do a really good job of keeping them in control. But I don't ever want to put myself in a position where I lose control of myself. So I don't do any kind of drinking or drugs or anything like that because I don't ever want to like blow up and... Go to jail or anything. Oh, no. Fine, I, I did get really, I did get really drunk one time on like Boone's Farm. Oh, I'm sure most of you have all had that experience. Strawberry wine. Exactly. Seventy. Exactly. Well, I threatened my roommate with the bottle once. Anger drunk. Yes, but she weighed like 500 pounds. I don't know how I thought I was beating her. That's a huge bitch. <laughs> but needless to say, I was really wasted and thought I was gonna win this with fight. <laughs> Because she always had her boyfriend over, and they always thought it would be funny to, like, do Wait, 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 wait. You know? Did you have a boyfriend at the time? I don't know if I did. But this 500-pound woman you're describing here, I, ho I hope she wasn't that big for real. Cause you, like, she was. Oh, she, my she gosh. She was a pretty big girl. She, but I thought I could take her, at least drunk. <laughs> you probably could have, knowing you. You'd have paid money to see that, huh? I just I started cussing her out and said all kinds of crazy shit and then wow. threatened her. And Damn. Told her boyfriend to get the you know what out and said I'm fuck you up basically <laughs> and she laughed and she cried I don't know I felt really bad after that so, I, don't know, I don't do that kind of stuff anymore mm -hmm. yeah. does she have a drink in her hand over there I'm just asking <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna challenge you later <laughs> don't challenge me <laughs> I challenge you I challenge fine you want a drunk story I'll give you a drunk story alright uh, I have nothing to tell really 
remember I was a young man when this happened. I went out with uh, some of my friends back in the day in the military. I had barely turned 21. And we went out to the club on the base and we had a bunch of drinks. Well, you know, it's a lot cheaper on the base. You get a lot more mixed drinks a lot easier. And, you know, so I was drinking, drinking, and drinking. And I don't know what time I stopped drinking, to be honest with you. I mean, come on, I'm a guy with money. I have nowhere to go. I can only go here. Uh, I don't know what really happened. I just know when the sun came out, I woke up and I see concrete. I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> I'm looking up like, why am I laying on the rocks? Why am I laying under the sidewalk bridge? <laughs> and this, it's like, in the one side of the thing, there's like a, where everybody goes out and smokes their cigarettes or whatever they're smoking and drink and talk or whatever. And the little beach, the benches, there's rocks. Well, the way the base is set up, it's like a little sidewalk. And it dips down for like where the water and the rain, you know, drains it. Well, there's like, so there's like a bridge. So there I am, sleep under the bridge, underneath the freaking sidewalk. I'm like, what the hell? You're, you're trying to be a troll, man. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that tripping off my bridge? <laughs> I have one more. And uh, this was when I was, I guess I was still in college. I was, we were almost done with school. And uh, a friend of mine had a party. And we all decided to get totally wasted one night on gold slaughter and we did pretty quickly you pooped gold <laughs> we, we all got really sick because we, we drank so fast well somehow a bowl ended up upstairs and we all passed around the bowl and threw up in it it was a community bar <laughs> what the hell I th- and did y'all drink it afterwards no please god <laughs> Who can drink the most of this barf? <laughs> but somehow, but somehow some barf ended up on my pants, and it literally ate a hole through my pants. That is crazy. You know what? girls, one bowl. Oh! <laughs> you know what, dude? I'd have been there and paid the money. Who? $100, anybody drinks that bowl? <laughs> no, you wouldn't. You're too cheap. <laughs> You're right. Okay. $100. They're too drunk. I just give them Monopoly money. They won't know. <laughs> that was really bad. Oh, my God. What the hell is wrong with you people? Between <laughs> you people. <laughs> Let's just get it straight. Justin's not in this. It's between you and me. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I was just a young man. I, I didn't know any better. So was I. You're a young man? <laughs> you don't fucking know. <laughs> Shit. I want out of this podcast. <laughs> it's getting weird up in here, brother. Don't judge me. <laughs> I'm not. I won't challenge you either. <laughs> That's probably a smart move. Don't challenge me. I kick your ass. Whoa. Well, that was pretty funny. Oh, my God. Alcohol stories are the funnest. When you get those scares when you're drunk, it's not a good thing. I don't have any, unfortunately. I've been around a lot of my friends in New Orleans where they get drunk, and all of a sudden they're like, I love you, man. They're like hugging you like, what the hell? Get off me, you freaking crazy drunk. Have you ever eaten a brownie? Is that something the code for sex? Who's the racist bastard? No, I don't have. I don't take weed brownies, ma'am. Well, that's good to know. I, I don't, ate one of those ones, but I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know what a weed brownie was, and I ate a piece of one and realized it tasted odd. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. And I was really hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Start seeing shit. Whoa! <laughs> Luckily, I didn't see anything, thank God. I grew up in the country, you know, where you take a freaking watermelon, you know, cut the hole in it, fill it up with liquor, put the sucker in the refrigerator, and, you know, do stupid crap like that. Go tipping cows or you're drunk. Uh, you know, crazy crap like that. I hope my mom and dad didn't listen to this. Turn <laughs> <laughs> it off right now. I hope my kids don't listen to this. <laughs> don't do this. Well, you know, I was always the good boy. I was the DD, the designated driver. Yeah, I was too. <laughs> I can't say that with a straight face. <laughs>
See, man, you gotta live every once in a while. I, I just didn't have friends that were really into drinking. I mean, I, I grew up hanging out with people playing video games, board games. I was I was a hardcore nerd, so like most of my nerdy you friends nerd. didn't really drink. So my Friday and Saturday nights were spent playing games or watching movies, and we just we never we never got into that. It just never was something that appealed to me because like I when I was in college, I saw a lot more drunken idiots than I needed to, and I got I got some stories about my roommates because every, every year I had a new roommate, and I had some real. Special people <laughs> for, for roommates. Especial. Uh, I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell some of those stories. I'm gonna save them for next week. But uh, yeah, because my funny, next. my funny story next week, I'll tell you about my college roommates. Nice. So uh, you can look forward to that. Satellite and attend colleges like you guys. I attended one. You know, that's normally not not a big college, nothing big. And I attended one online. So I don't have those college stories. I just have those military stories and my life stories and high school life stories and after that. <laughs> and some of those are just. Too bad to say. <laughs> That's cool. Way to stay off the sauce. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's good for everybody's sake. Clean <laughs> it to your wife. <laughs> Whatever makes you happy. Apparently it's a margarita. <laughs> it's a vodka-rita. Nice. Well, moving on. Let's move on. Let's talk about some up-and-coming comics. Okay. Uh, that got announced recently. All right. Basically, Marvel has a whole bunch of new books coming out. Uh, the few that are most anticipated by a lot of people are Deathlock, uh-huh. Storm, gotcha. Legendary Star-Lord, oh, Lord. and Spider-Man 2099. So what you're telling me is you're going to be $16 cheaper, I mean $16 brokered. <laughs> Probably not. I, I don't think I'm going to pick up Storm. I, I can't really see Storm as a solo series. You racist bastard. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I don't like her because she's black. <laughs> no, I, I, I just don't think that Storm as a standalone character is all that interesting. I think she's great as a supporting role in a lot of stuff, but it's hard for me to envision her as a standalone character. Same as Deathlock. I don't really think Deathlock's going to stand out as a solo character very much. Man, you are a racist bastard. (laughs) (laughs) I see it looks that way. (laughs) No, I agree with you. I don't see how how they could be standalone comics. But, you know, they're going to try it. Yeah. And we'll be idiots, and we'll probably figure out which one of us will pick up one of the other and just to see it. It's your turn. (laughs) <laughs> okay <laughs> I'm not picking up Storm He must be crazy You can pick up Deathlock I'll probably pick that one up Yeah No I'm picking up the other one Storm? No <laughs> The other third one you mentioned Storm? No What? You, that storm was the second one <laughs> Quit shoving Storm down my throat <laughs> You'd like that wouldn't no. you? No <laughs> <laughs> You're not funny Spider-Man, Spider-Man 29 and You know I am I I... You know... Why? Say his name Miguel O'Hara? That's right <laughs> He's Mexican Irish. <laughs> oh, I, I see what it is. I see what it is. You know, it took you a while. Hello. I got you. I what got are you, you, drunk? <laughs> you like to pretend that story's about you. I got you. <laughs> if I was a Spider Man, it would only be in the year 2099. <laughs> Why you hate, man? I'm not hate. Brown people got to get some love, too. I'm going to read Ravage 2099. Mm-hmm. They better bring that shit back. <laughs> <laughs> now, I know you're all about legendary Star Lord. I saw your Hell eyes get big. Yeah. That book looks great. Seriously. Um, I may even pick it up with you. I'm excited about that one. I, I love all things Guardians. I mean, I, I'd read a Rocket Raccoon standalone series as long as not that piece of crap from <laughs> Book Day when they gave us. That was horrible. I like the arc. Scotty Young is incredibly talented, but Rocket Raccoon as a kid series just doesn't work. No, it doesn't. It's not good. It's lame. But I would love to read like an R-rated Rocket Raccoon series. Look at you, see? I knew back in college you went to the strip club. <laughs> I, didn't see, I didn't see X-rated. I didn't see raccoon genitals. <laughs> oh! Oh! What the hell? <laughs> Damn! 
How do you come back from that? I don't know. <laughs> there is I don't think there's no coming back from that. There isn't any. There's your intro. <laughs> oh, wait, I can do one better. Have you ever seen ducks doing it? That's fucked up. How do you possibly? I don't I'm totally going to bill you. <laughs> it's better than quack. <laughs> wow. You got more puns? Come on. Bring up. And apparently male ducks have really long. Quackers? What the hell are you doing? Are you lifting up the feathers and looking? It's in the shape of the corkscrew. Okay, I'm really concerned she knows all this. <laughs> We discussed this at work. This was a topic today. <laughs> Better sure God make sure she wasn't with Howard the Duck. Hey. Uh, <laughs> to be fair, I work at a private school. That's quacktacular. <laughs> Quacktastic. <laughs> Raccoon genitals. <laughs> Say that fast five times. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Wait, you're not going to try? <laughs> he, just, he just challenged you. I challenged you. He challenged me. <laughs> Genitals all up in your face, yo. <laughs> raccoon genitals, raccoon genitals, raccoon genitals, raccoon genitals, raccoon genitals. There's the intro. <laughs> Is that enough of them for you? No, no, I don't need it, man. <laughs> quack off me, man. Better quack off me. <laughs> quack you off? No, what? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you better put a label on this episode like the other one. <laughs> Warning, 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 explicit. Jesus. So those comics sound kind of interesting. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go from quack that to quack you off to bad comics. <laughs> but there's one even more interesting comic that's coming out. Oh, yeah? How to quack it? <laughs> <laughs> this one's called Captain Citrus. Oh, you're not bringing this crap up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Aren't you glad you brought it up now? Basically, the Florida Department of Citrus is uh, working with Marvel to create a comic book based on one of their characters called Captain Citrus. And he's always been presented as this anthropomorphic orange who whoa, 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 teaches whoa, whoa. kids to whoa, drink whoa, whoa, orange whoa. juice. This is a comic book podcast, man. Break that shit down. What was that word? Anthropomorphic. Okay, what does it mean in English? It means non-living thing <laughs> created to look like a living thing. Okay, and what's his shape? I just said an orange. Okay. <laughs> what's his color? Pay quacking attention. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. Continue on about your orange love here. So anyways, they're getting rid of the anthropomorphic orange design and going with a superhero Did he design. fucking pick up a thesaurus or something this week? <laughs> He's thinking, oh, Mr. Big Words over here. I can't help it if you don't know how to read. <laughs> <laughs> or spell. I know you're a great speller. I'm a great come, speller. Come on, man. <laughs> All right, continue on with your anthropomorphic whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you have to get all big wordy on me. Look at me. I'm all big and bad with my big britches. Okay, so there's this car- <laughs> cartoony looking orange <laughs> figure who's round and has big eyes and, and looks like a little googly weirdo. All right. And they're turning him into a regular superhero with big you know, muscles and shit with an orange jumpsuit and all the trimmings of like a typical superhero. That's better. <laughs> <laughs> and Marvel's doing it. And they're handing out free comic books that go along as inserts with the Captain America, the Winter Soldier DVDs and Blu-rays. Trying to encourage kids to drink more orange juice because it's good for them. You need so you tell me if I drink some juice, I'm gonna look like that from this roly poly body to a super ripped orange man. Well, you might look like the anthropomorphic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already in that shape. I gotta get the ripped body, so I gotta drink me some juice. I don't know if that's the answer to all of your problems. Florida's saying is basically kids get on the juice. Yeah, <laughs> and you'll look ripped, <laughs> juice and ripped. What are we talking about? Getting on the roids? <laughs> I'm just saying. Here, everybody, take some juice. 
Into my I know, right? Give me those drugs. That's pretty. Wait a minute. And so Marvel's doing this, dude. Can we have an Orange Man Spider Man crossover? <laughs> oh, a Deadpool Orange Man thing? How, how awesome would that be? Could you? Can you hear some of the crap already? Deadpool would say. I can see him being uh, inserted in the Deadpool's Rogues Gallery. That would be freaking <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Orange Man. Does he got a name? We just know him as Orange Man. It's Captain Citrus. Oh, Captain Citrus. Okay, I, I missed that part. I was too busy laughing at the damn story. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't get the freaking raccoon genitals and quack me up over here out of my head. Why would they call him, like, Captain Vitamin C? Probably get sued. Captain Citrus. Captain Citrus. Coming to him. Captain. <laughs> <are> they... <laughs> okay, so, so they're putting this into the Captain America. Is that why they called him Captain Citrus? I don't think it has anything to do with why he's named Captain Citrus. I think he's a character that's been around for a really long time. Really? I don't remember this I've crap. I've never heard of this guy. You don't he, live in Florida. He, he lives exactly. in, lives in Florida, and he's used in like Florida marketing materials to try to get kids to drink more orange juice That's and, and more ridiculous. citrus there. What kids in Texas don't want juice? But now they're making it a more of a nationwide thing. Oh, with okay. The, the Marvel. Why, yeah, why does it have to only be in Florida? Because well, that's where the oranges grow. He's expanding now. I mean, that's kind of that's kind of ridiculous. So here in Texas, we got Captain Watermelon Man. What the hell? What is he like? Why would it be watermelon? I don't know. Captain Cotton? What we got here? <laughs> Captain if anything, it's Captain Burrito. <laughs> Captain... <laughs> you racist bastard. Captain, Captain Chimichanga. Captain <laughs> Corn. <laughs> Captain Crunch? <laughs> Captain Quack? No. <laughs> That's horrible. That is pretty bad. <laughs> Captain Crunch. I want not... <laughs> Captain Citrus. Coming to a theater near you in his own movie. They may make a movie. Who knows? The sky's the limit, right? I would not see So, that. you getting this free comic? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to buy Captain America too. so if it comes with it, sure. Okay, interesting. Okay, I will read it, and I will do a review on it. Okay. So, there was some movie news that came out today. Talk to me, brother. Tell me. DC came out with a listing of the movie schedule they have planned for the next couple of years. Oh, really? When did you find this out? Uh, right before we went on air. <laughs> nice. So, you actually don't even know anything about this. I know. I like how you do this to me all the time. But, as you know, May 2016 is when they have Batman vs. Superman scheduled. Sweet. But the official name of that is uh, Dawn of Justice. Okay. Batman vs. Superman, the Dawn of Justice. is going to oh. be the uh, beginnings of the Justice League. Okay. Right? So they're going to fight? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're going to fight. It's going to be, I think, something similar to the Dark Knight storyline. Okay. It should be pretty interesting. I'm excited to see it. Mm-hmm. In July of 2016, they're doing a Shazam movie. Shazam. Billy Bastion. So I don't know how they're really going to do that. I'm hoping it's better than the Kazam movie. <laughs> hey, let me ask you a question before you go any further. Batman vs. Superman, is that going to be uh, Christian Bale and uh, the real Superman guy, whatever his name is again? I can't think of no, the buff guy. That's Ben Affleck. And, and oh, that's right. It's Ben Affleck and... Uh, well, that was, Where uh, have you been? Oh. <laughs> I've been under the sink. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's the name of the Superman guy? Henry Cavill? Yeah, Mr. Buff guy. Mr. Dreamy? I don't yes. know about all that. <laughs> you may have we'll eyes for him. But... him. We can talk about him the whole time. <laughs> so who's, who's going to play Shazam? Do you know? I don't have any information on cast or directors or any of this yet, but this is the schedule of okay. the least movie. What's next? I'm excited. So for Christmas in 2016, so this is three movies in the same year for DC. Oh, they're trying to catch up now. Okay. May is Batman Superman, July is Shazam, and Christmas is going to be Sandman. Nice. Hmm. DC? Hmm? I don't know this character. I'm not terribly familiar with him either. Only Sandman knows in Marvel. Well, there's the the Sandman, Neil Gaiman's Sandman. Right. Who I'm thinking it's probably going to be. Yeah. Okay. They just released the title, so I'm assuming that's what it's going to be. Okay. May of 2017 mm-hmm. is the Justice League movie. Nice. So that'll be Justice League, the first movie. Sweet. Uh, and they're setting these up to compete with Marvel movies. So every weekend one of these is coming out is also the weekend that a Marvel movie is scheduled to come out. So yeah. they haven't announced the official release dates for the Marvel movies yet, but you can assume it's going to be Ant-Man and Doctor Strange and... 
the other ones we talked about. Well, you better hope to God they bring it because Marvel is. Just, I mean, I mean, DC's behind the eight ball, man. They've been like waiting too long. Yeah, they waited way too long. Marvel pretty much just gobbling everything up right now. Unchallenged. I don't think it's going <laughs> to change. <laughs> yeah, we know DC makes hell of a, I don't know, the cartoon movies, but they have good. Yeah, they have good animated movies. I don't know. I mean, DC's doing really well TV wise, and Marvel, Marvel is too, but not to the same level that DC is yet. DC has four shows, Marvel has one, but Marvel's kicking ass in the movies, and DC's trying to play catch up. Yeah. I mean, that's basically the situation. So when Emmett's going to drop some names, man. When Emmett's going to start doing some stuff. Well, the Preacher TV show's coming out soon. Uh, Seth Rogen's actually writing it, so that should be interesting. Oh, yeah. Well, that'll be oh. pretty fucking good. Look at you. Um, You're full of news today. So after Justice League, uh, in July of 2017, there's a Wonder Woman standalone movie. Ooh. So they're going to do it kind of in a reverse order from what Marvel did. Marvel introduced each character individually. That's Gail Gadot, isn't it? Yeah. Oh. Marvel introduced each character individually and then built up to the team... DC is going to kind of introduce two characters, introduce the team, and then start doing spinoff movies with independent characters. The main two, obviously, the team. Right. Batman, Superman. Right. So, it's kind of an interesting approach, but I think it could work really well if they do it right. So, what are you doing after Wonder Woman? After Wonder Woman, Christmas of that year, they're doing a Flash and Green Lantern team-up movie. The only thing that we know for sure about that is Ryan Reynolds is not returning to play Hal Jordan. Huh. So... It's anybody's guess if it's going to be the uh, actors from the TV show for The Flash or if it's going to be entirely new casting, but I think it would be excellent if they used some of those actors, Grant Gustin or uh, Stephen Amell, in the Justice League movie. I would love to see them move from their TV roles to the movie roles because they're excellent Yeah, that choices. would be pretty awesome, yes. Excellent choices for those characters. Uh, so after The Flash and Green Lantern team-up movie in May of 2018 is going to be Man of Steel 2. Yes! So Bring it's going it to be on. the second standalone Superman movie. Bring it on. I'm hoping it's, it's going to be Lex Luthor with a real estate scheme. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Two we all know is going to be Doomsday. Oh, that would be so sweet. I would love to see a Doomsday movie. If they're trying to compete, you got to bring Doomsday. But you, you know the, the, the Justice League movie is probably going to be Darkseid, right? Yeah. So they bring out the big guns. So that's so, pretty cool. That's, so Darkseid's going to be... That's what you're saying. Darkseid's the Justice League thing. I'm, I'm speculating. That's not confirmed or anything. You said that now it's going to be like mix with Blick or some crap. <laughs> that could be an excellent movie too. <laughs> some crazy shit. <laughs> Flashing a raccoon genital. <laughs> oh. oh. How do we beat this guy? <laughs> neuter. <laughs> Spay and neuter your pets. <laughs> Are you Bob Barker? <laughs> I, I'm Bob Barker. Spay and neuter your pets. No <laughs> <laughs> Come on down! <laughs> You're the next contestant on the gentleman's right. <laughs> no. How do we get back to normal? I don't know <laughs> what is going on in this podcast tonight. And then Marvel had a little bit of uh, news regarding their TV shows as well. You okay. know, the Daredevil TV show is coming out as one of the <sighs> Netflix series. Come on. As, as good as Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has been, and as good as the Marvel movies has been, you trust them to make a good TV show, right? I know Daredevil's not your favorite character, but... I have no doubt that it's going to be a fantastic show. As long as Bullseye, the Kingpin, and they show up, I'll be happy. That's what's going to happen. Uh, they've already. I didn't know you were in charge of the project. <laughs> Man, you're big shit now. <laughs> Marvel's, already, Marvel's already been talking about that, and this week they actually cast the Kingpin. And I couldn't be happier with the person they chose. Who did they choose? They chose Vincent D'Onofrio. Dun dun. From Law, Law and Order. Uh, yeah. Law and Order. Yeah. I, I don't watch a lot of cop dramas. Like I don't really enjoy cop dramas on TV. Oh, Law and Order's the shit. But Chicago Law, and Order, Law and Order Criminal that move that sucks ass. <laughs> what? Chicago yeah, yeah, yeah. is not suck yeah, ass. We're both gonna come at 
you. We're going to rip a chair leg off. For Chicago, for Chicago PD? I'm not talking about Law and Order. Oh, I thought you were talking about Chicago PD sucks ass. Oh, no, it does not. It's terrible. Law and Order Criminal Awful. Intent is one of the few cop shows that I can actually watch, and it's almost entirely because of Vincent D'Onofrio. He's such a good actor. Yeah, and he's such a good choice for Kingpin, especially now that he's bulked up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you call getting fat bulking up? Nice. <laughs> well, you know, the Kingpin's supposed to be a pretty big guy. So. Yeah, he is a fat guy. Yeah. He's vicious, though. Oh, yeah. I think D'Onofrio can handle that role perfectly. By the way, for everybody on this podcast listening from Minions Down, Chicago PD does not kiss, does not suck ass. Chicago PD is awesome. <laughs> it's amazing. It's been renewed for a second season. Go John Seda. Whoa. Edit that out. Oh, you <laughs> suck! <laughs> you better edit your own genitals. <laughs> so, anyways. <laughs> Spade and neuter your pants. <laughs> Still not the Bob Parker voice. <laughs> we just want to remind everybody that uh, we're going to be attending some more cons. Uh, we'll be at the Houston Con, August 8th through 11th. Should we wear a Rocket Raccoon genital shirts? <laughs> I think we should. <laughs> if you come up with a design, maybe Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Can't wear those to cons where kids are at, man. Come on. You know, we wear, like, the I'm Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. We I'm Quackers for, <laughs> for Raccoon genitals. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, this is going to be a lot of editing in this episode. <laughs> not, not as much as you think. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Man, we've like we've had our no, we've had our points, and we've gone like out here. <laughs> we've come back. We went out there, <laughs> and now we're just out there. I know. All right, fine. Let's get serious. <laughs> so, like, like I said, we're attending the Houston Con. That's August eighth through eleventh. That's going to be in Houston. Obviously, the press. Uh, we're going to be there as press. We'll do interviews and whatnot. So, if you're planning to attend that, make sure you come up to us, say hey, introduce yourself. We'd love to meet you. Take pictures. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Miguel's going to be giving away free hugs. We already talked about that in the last episode. So. <laughs> I'm giving away free hugs. I think that's how I got sick the last time. <laughs> if you're sick, hug Chimmy. <laughs> I don't give away hugs. We do poses, baby. We bring sexy back. If that's what you want to call it. <laughs> and then we'll also be at Alamo City Comic Con, which is going to be September 26th through 28th in San Antonio. I am really excited. I know. You can't wait to meet T-Dog. That's right. T Dog's in the house. <laughs> you don't care about anybody else that's going to be there. Like, I got to meet T Dog. I got to meet T Dog. He went out like a hero. <laughs> Why'd you sacrifice yourself for Carol? Uh, that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. <laughs> you could have saved Rick or somebody. No, Carol? God. Come on. T Dog. T Dog. Now, same thing there. If, you, if you're attending, let us know ahead of time. We'd love to meet you. And we, we still need some things for those shows. Like I said before, uh, we still need another digital recorder. Uh, so we can have two mics so that we can do interviews properly like we want to on the fly. Uh, we're going to need more flyers to hand out. Mm-hmm. So uh, please, if you can contribute, please do. Uh, sign up at audibletrial.com slash comical and get your free trial there. Get, get a download. That helps the show. Or if you'd rather just donate directly, you can go to our website and click on the contribute button. Yeah, you know, uh, so they understand. I know you minions, most of you minions and regulars, listeners and everything else, you'll know this. For the new listeners... We do these cons. We, 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 you know, we joke, we laugh. I mean, we have fun interviewing these people. We take it kind of seriously. We, we want to get the people you guys would love to hear to talk to, you know, you know hear these new artists. or the Everybody old, wants to hear T-Dog. No, no, right? I mean, we try to get the people that are out there. The, you know, we try to get, like, actors, the comic book guys, whoever, whoever's available, because we know you guys want to hear that stuff. So we try, you know, that's why we ask for help. You know, we appreciate everything you do for us. And, uh, you know, we, we pitch in our own money as well, but, you know, we don't make very much. <laughs> so, uh I just want you to know that we're working hard for you guys. We really are. Trying to give you a great show. 
I don't know what you want to call this one here, though, but damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are a little all over the place on this episode, but... It's, it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. The Geeky Awards just closed their submission gates. So what we have out there right now, which is episode 5 and 12, are the only ones we can submit. But we'll find out sometime in July whether we got nominated or not. Can our, can our people Can our people do anything to help us with that? I mean, like, bombard them with, like, enormous amount of tweets or whatever? Email. Emails, Facebooking them, whatever? I'm not sure that'll help because... Leaflets over their building? They have, they, have their, they have their own special group of people that have to listen to every single podcast that was submitted and then hand-select five of them to nominate. However... If you do see us tweet about the Kiki Awards at all, which we're going to continue to do, please favorite it, please retweet it, because it tags them, and it lets them know that we do have a fan base, so it keeps us on their radar. That's basically the thing. We submitted our shows fairly early in the submission process, and we just want to make sure that we stay in the forefront of their minds when they're doing their selections for nominations. Well, talking about raccoon genitals will definitely keep us somewhere in there. (laughs) These two dudes are freaks! (laughs) You know, the cool thing about that is, if we can do this, if we can make it there in the top five in our group and get out there, is that like a first-time thing for a new show? I mean, no, you look I mean, at some of these names. Some of these names are like, they've been around for a while. Sure. I mean, we've gotten boosts from some people saying, hey, you guys are really funny. Uh, yeah. you know, they, they tell us they think we can actually do this. That's very encouraging. I just don't know. I want to do this. I, I'd love to make it. I mean, you have no idea. People, minions, everybody, how excited I'll be if we at least get selected to be in the group. You know, hey, you're one of the... One of the top five, you know. It's like the Oscars to us, you know. The Oscars. <laughs> well, I mean, we are a fairly new podcast. And if we don't make it, I'm not going to be upset. I mean, we tried really hard, and that helped promote us. and helped us gain us listeners and whatnot. I'm not going to be terribly upset if we don't make it. I'm going to cry. I know you will. <laughs> but Horsicles will seek out revenge. It is really awesome. It is really awesome to get feedback from our listeners. And, and a lot of people have told us that we have a really good quality show. I know we've had some technical issues on certain episodes and whatnot, but... We try really hard to make sure we put out a good show every week. Yeah, you just spent an hour and a half trying to make sure we didn't have any feedback on this. Yeah, and I mean, I really hope that the people that are listening enjoy it and appreciate how much effort we put into this because it's a several-hour process. I mean, I don't usually finish editing until 3 or 4 a.m. Friday morning, and then I sleep for two hours and go to work. So, I mean, it's a lot of work for me, and like this week, I'm doing it twice, (laughs) so it's really a lot of work, but it's totally worth it. It's so rewarding to hear positive things from people. And if you do enjoy the show, I'm, I'm really appreciate it. If you would go onto Stitcher and iTunes and leave us good reviews, let, that's the thing that will bring us even more listeners and make it even more rewarding for us. And uh, we appreciate everything that you listeners do do for us. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate your commitment staying up to like four in the morning or whatever, editing, making me sound better than what I sound like, <laughs> cutting out the crazy stuff that we say sometimes. It's a dirty job, but somebody's got to do it. <laughs> Mike Rowe. <laughs> Man, we'd like give him shout outs to everybody today. <laughs> but uh, no, appreciate all the hard work, man. I really do. And I try to do what I can to help you. And, uh, you know, I'll show up whenever you want me to show up, I'll help you hand out flyers and do the crazy stuff. And I guess that's why I volunteer to do the, the singing, the craziness out the Paloozas and the cons. And I, I don't mind being the idiot, I guess you say. It's a lot of fun for me. This me has too. been It's been a great experience, man. It's like, I'm loving this. <laughs> I love my people. Hashtag, I'm loving it. That's right. What? It's not McDonald's. What are we, McDonald's? (laughs) Damn. Hashtag, I'm your number one fan. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I like this as well. Uh, I wanted to say that I was perfectly fine until freaking Perfect showed up on the show. (laughs) Uh, I thought you guys had patched things up. I mean, that song you sang last week really kind of proved your love for each other, right? Uh, No. (laughs) I love women. (laughs) Tila. (laughs) <laughs> I love you, Tila. 
Well, I mean, I mean, I meant more like a brotherly love kind of thing, but... Okay. Okay, well, we'll, we'll <laughs> Where is he at anyway? He's not even here. No, he's not here today. He's a bastard. <laughs> you have a lot more free time than him. You know he's Skeletor's number one, so he's always out there doing stuff. I'm the number one. <laughs> he's the number two. Who does number two work for? Have you watched the show? I don't think that's really the case. He <laughs> keeps on messing up. I don't mess up. That's probably truer. <laughs> so, uh, you know, when we go get Steve back? <laughs> Come on, Skeletor. We need you. We were, we were talking about that earlier. Uh, There's a lot of love for Steve on this show. We'll definitely have Steve back on at some point. He's not coming back. Uh-huh. I'll just talk about raccoon testicles, keeping him away. <laughs> <laughs> Had to throw that in one more time. <laughs> he'll be back. My for, bad. He'll be back for Christmas for sure because we're going to do the He Man and She Ra live tweet episode. Which is gonna That's be really right. Fun. That's going to be yeah. hilarious. But, uh, you know, that's, Christmas is a long way away. That's six months. I'm pretty sure we'll have Steve on before then. I think Steve's going to be like a once every three month kind of guy. You think so? Yeah, I bet we'll have him on probably in October. People love Steve. No, he'll be back before then. <laughs> See now I can ha- now I can uh, tweet out to him today. You were mentioned again. <laughs> He's probably getting tired of me tweeting him. I already tagged him on Twitter. He's going to like disown me or something. <laughs> Unfollow me. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> Sorry, I got something in my teeth. It's called never mind. <laughs> it's called raccoon genital. <laughs> Get that raccoon hair out of there. Tasty too. Oh, that's disgusting. I <laughs> like that raccoon gels, boy. It was good eating. <laughs> that's pretty much it for today. <laughs> I think that's been enough for the day. <laughs> There's been a lot going on in this episode. Yeah. Just want to remind everybody, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash comical podcast. Uh-huh. You can follow us on Twitter at, at comical podcast and at comical podcast two. And now Heather has an account at, at comical podcast three. So if you're not following her yet, please do so. I thought it was hash. I thought it was uh, at quack me up. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh. <laughs> She's been very active in the two days that she had an account. So, you know. Yeah, I already got banned once. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, can we touch on that? <laughs> bad touch. <laughs> That's a super bad touch. <laughs> you stalker. <laughs> stranger danger. Stalker stranger danger. I need an adult. <laughs> yeah, stranger danger. I guess that's what they did. Twitter said, "Stranger danger. Don't follow this person. Unfriend her." I don't know. Well, it's been a great show. Keep on laughing, biatches. <laughs> <laughs>